contemplate the workings of the inner being. Your eyes are wide open, but are you really seeing? Lottie Dottie, we like to potty. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just some people that's on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic, right? What up, y'all? My name is Ta. <laughs> My name is Cole. We are Ta Cole. That's right. And we've got a special guest today, one of our dear friends, Dr. Adam Splaver. The one and only Dr. One Adam and Adam only. Splaver. The doctor's doctor. That's right. Get it right. Get it right. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong Or either. backwards. Or sideways. So we're recording this. The audio is going to go on Mentor in the Mirror. I think it's episode 65, if I remember correctly. So- Adam, before we even get into sharing some of like what people can be doing from your perspective, let's chat a little bit about who you are and what what you do. We don't have well, to get you. into a whole big thing, but yeah, I appreciate it. First of all, thank you very much for having me today. I'm so uh, so happy to see the two of you and be here with you and and spread some knowledge and some light into the subject. So. Um, my background is I'm a clinical cardiologist. I'm boarded in internal medicine cardiology, nuclear cardiology, echocardiography, age management medicine, and vascular interpretation of ultrasound. Um, I have taken an integrative approach to medicine, utilizing not only the traditional forms with pills and medicines, but also non-traditional forms, including vitamin supplements, hormones, diet, exercise, nutrition, meditation, mindfulness. When we are taking in uh, to account our, our health, our wellness, and I think you lost my video. That's okay. We got you back. So, um, so now, do you have me now? Yeah, yep, we do. Okay. So, um, so where are we at the stage of the game? I mean, here we are at, at uh, you know the beginnings, pretty much the beginnings of the COVID outbreak here at, in in America, and. For many, there's been a big amount of uh, fear and anxiety and disinformation that has gone around. And it's important to remember that what, what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, I know it's a major inconvenience for all of us, myself included, being holed up in, 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 in quarantine, um, being away from social engagements and whatnot. But at the end of the day, really, this is being done for one reason, one reason only. And that you've probably heard of is in terms of flattening the curve. So what the heck does that mean? When there's an outbreak, and an outbreak something like this with a, a, a virus that's very, very contagious, that curve um, curve can, um, can get exponentially high and can go very, very high, really outpacing the sources of or the resources that we have uh, in America in terms of what we have in our hospitals, um, from, not only from medication, but also support staff. Um, in terms of um, equipment, such as ventilators. Um, so mm -hmm. all these things are being done specifically to help um, stem off the tide of the need all right now, this second, um, because we do have a limited amount of resources and with something that this, is this contagious, um, it can it can get quite dicey, especially if you're, you're lacking equipment or personnel that can actually take care of those that really need it the most. And so that's the, real, the re main reason for the quarantine, which is again, it's a pain in the ass for everyone. It's a, it's really, it's, it's, it's inconvenient. It's, it's um, uncomfortable. But the main purpose of doing this really is to help us, help uh, our patients, help society as a whole. So that way we can, we can uh, at least have the proper amount of resources. So that's yeah. um, thing issue number one. What we're dealing with quarantine. Uh, 
um, and it's 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 actually helping. It should be helping. We should be seeing a level off, if not even a flattening of the curve, of how many people actually get the disease and how many people have serious consequences of it. Obviously, hand washing, um, staying away from from um, from people that are, are sick. And if you are sick, if you feel you know a cold or a virus or something coming on, you know obviously eat right, sleep, meditate, ground yourself. Um, and, and try to, you know, take it easy. Um, stress itself in all forms, whether it be physical, emotional, spiritual, uh, mental, can affect um, your body's ability to fight off any type of infection. And that's why we see patients who have compromised immune function, people who have diabetes or have heart failure, or have heart disease, who have um, uh, lung disease, uh, asthma, um, autoimmune diseases, those people are more at risk, especially those that are already on immunosuppressants, medicines that to, to push their immune system down so that way they don't overreact. So, mm -hmm. so those are the main, that's the mainstay of, of quarantine. That's the mainstay of, of, of at least limiting everyone's exposure and social distancing. Um, in terms of you know, what else can one do? Obviously, if you have to go out, and we all have to go out once in a while. We have to go out to the, the store to get food. Uh, we have to, you know, get get vital vital things for our, for our life so we can survive. Um, play it safe. Play it safe. You know, wear a mask if, if you, you feel that you, you're, you're immunocompromised. Um, wash your hands. Um, maybe even wipe down the, the, the shopping cart that you're using um, before, you know, you, you actually utilize it um and and uh and, and just be careful what you touch where, where you're going obviously wash your hands maybe even uh you know some people may, may even want to you know change their clothes if, when they get home um just again to spread and uh, to prevent yeah, the spread of infection to keep things totally clean. Um, um we lost your video do, obviously um in terms of boosting their immune system um we mentioned sleep don't go out, you know, don't, don't stay up late at night, binge watching TV. Uh, don't drink alcohol. Um, all those things disrupt your sleep. Um, and if you can, um, set a schedule for yourself, make a schedule for yourself because, you know, being indoors can be, uh, quite tedious, but if you know, between the hours of 8am and 9am, you're going to be in the, either in, in your apartment working out or, or meditating mm -hmm. or, or doing a project, maybe even, um, you know, pick up an old hobby, Things that you, you put by the wayside years ago. Pick up that guitar that you, you haven't touched in years. Um, use this time for yourself to go inward, to to develop your sense of self, your sense of of wellness, and and maybe encourage yourself to, to continue to, to continue growing in other ways. Read a book. And if you don't like reading, maybe get an audio book. Um, there are a lot of very good, valuable pieces of information you can get on the web nowadays. And you can take courses, you can take courses online. Um, whether be from finance to business to health, wellness, nutrition. I mean, any topic that you can think of is probably, you know, out for, uh, is up for grabs. And this, you know, this uh, quarantine that may be seen by all of us or many of us as, as something negative actually could be a blessing, be an absolute blessing for, for you to tap into that, that, um, that child, that, that inner wonderment, that ex explorative um, self that we, we've, pushed by the wayside because we're all so busy with work and kids and life and, and, and responsibilities. So the blessing of all this is that we get a chance to at least go in internal. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for the, the amazing insight in, uh, in, you know, and your perspective on mm -hmm. things. One, one thing that I wanted to, to ask you about is, you know, in, in the light of all that's going on right now, the, 
the thing that I find is being illuminated is that people are are finally figuring out that they haven't been taking care of themselves on a day to day basis. And, you know, all of the things that you said that people could do now to prevent themselves from spreading things are things that I've been doing forever. You know, as, as, a, as a healthcare professional, I touch nothing when I go outside. I'm always wiping stuff down. We were that person on the subway that would I'm, rather be I'm, surfing and trying <laughs> to balance. In light of all this, it seems to me that people are really starting to figure out that they haven't been taking care of themselves. Um, they're starting to understand that if they don't eat uh, in a way that's functional for them, if they don't exercise and drink water in a way that's functional for them, if they don't uh, observe what they're doing, you know, touching stuff and rubbing their faces all the time, this is how we get this is how we get infections and we get sick and all this stuff all the time in the first place. I think this is really illuminating the fact that people have not really been paying attention to their to their uh, their health status and they haven't been drilling this stuff in as a habit. Like all of the stuff that 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 you just said was just so familiar to me. It's like, man, I do that all the time, right? I do this all the time and I take that all the time and I wash my hands this way all the time and I do all this stuff all the time. And this is what Cole and I, why Cole and I have been coming on here to to do these lives with people and to and to illuminate this is so that they can see each and every person that comes on here, including you, you know, with all the credentials you have and all the expertise you have, to come in and reinforce that people really have got to create a habit around taking care of themselves every single day of their lives. Correct. You know, what is your for your greatest asset? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, would would love to hear your 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 vantage point on on how people can really drill things in and 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 create habits out of uh, these things that we're doing now, and to keep them out of the hospital with those habits. So, you know, it's a very good question. A lot of times, when at least for me, what I've noticed what's worked is when you have um, some form of um, some partner, someone who can actually hold you responsible. So, for example, if um, if I want to like work out uh, every morning, I can say, "Hey, talk, Cole." Why don't we do this? Why don't we work out virtually together at eight o'clock in the morning and, and get, get your routine started that way? Um, and I tell all my patients, and I tell all, all, you know, all the people I coach that it's important that you realize that you should also set realistic goals for yourself. So if you're not exercising now, don't expect to be exercising every single morning, you know, ad infinitum for the rest of your life. Why don't you do this? Why don't you put in your calendar one day a week, one day a week, 20 minutes to exercise, do whatever you want to like, do what, what, uh, walk, bike, row, swim. Obviously it's, it's hard to do that now, but do something to move. And then once you've done a month of that once a week, then do it twice a week. Uh, add that to your calendar. And it's an appointment. It's an appointment that you have to keep. You keep appointments to go to your hairdresser. You keep appointments to get, you know, get your teeth cleaned, your doctor, keep an appointment with exercise, because if you miss your appointment with exercise, exercise is actually going to be pissed off at you. So, if you look at it that way as an appointment, something you have to keep, something you have to do, um, it'll keep you also more responsible. Um, and have reminders on your phone. Put reminders with, with alerts on your phone. Hey, time to exercise, or hey, time to meditate, or hey, you know, time to, to, to ground or, 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 or practice guitar or whatever it may be. But if you have those little reminders and you have the, the um, partner uh, who can help hold you responsible, these things are great, great uh, tools that you can use uh, to, make, to make you successful in your endeavors. You know, you know, we have a such a unique opportunity right now to create new habits. What is our because nothing looks the same as it did 
two weeks ago. And there might be some shadows of similarity, but as far as most people's day to day, it's been completely uprooted. And I think now more than ever creating what is what is your weekly habits going to look like? Um, and not hold yourself in this like perpetual pattern of pending right now. Uh, the human physiology doesn't do well in pending. It needs some routine and it, you know, that's, that's really just um, our body functions through habits. Yeah. And so another question for you, Dr. Splaver, uh, you being the cardiologist and the heart specialist, why is it particularly important to care for the heart at, at this, at this juncture in our, in our history? Well, obviously, um, the, the heart is, is probably the, at least I would say, is one of the most important organs in your body. Um, it's responsible for keeping you alive. If it stops, you're gone. It is actually the number one killer of Americans nowadays, uh, heart disease and heart failure. Um, so if you can take a proactive approach and maybe bend the needle one or two degrees by making small changes now, then you can actually, you know, maybe kick the can down the road or, or stave off, you know, problems in the future. Uh, heart disease is something that I deal with every single day. Um, I, I, I can deal with heart failure. I can deal with heart transplant. I can deal with bypass surgery. But what, what really gets me going is helping people become proactive, preventive, and predictive and see what we can do to make those changes today. So let's say, um, given that the the numbers, societies, heart conditions, what are changes that someone could make today um, to kind of turn back Maybe they're already in route to that, you know, life because of their parents. It's in already in their family. What's an immediate change someone could make right now to start to step away from those uh, potentials? So we already mentioned exercise. That's one thing you could do. Another thing that one can do also, believe it or not, is diet, nutrition. And um, it's, it's, you know, something that we don't necessarily all think about all the time. Many people just, you know, mechanically go and eat their meal and, and grab a, grab something on the go. But if we can be more mindful in terms of what we're putting in our bodies and what we're, we're ingesting, um, then we can we can make, you know, pretty big differences. Uh, things like cutting out processed foods, uh, anything that, that uh, has sh extra sugar in it or uh, white flour or white rice. Those things are extremely infl inflammatory uh, to the body and affect the immune system. Um, other things that, that I found that work with my patients and my clients is that if you add things to your diet, as opposed to take them away. So what do I mean? It's easier for you to say, okay, every day I'm going to make sure I have a green salad at lunch and maybe a green smoothie at breakfast. Add in the, the healthier uh, choices. Um, and many times when we do that, we become fuller quicker. And so we're less apt to have the dessert or have that side of rice or fries or whatever it may be, because we've already filled it, you know, we've filled our appetite uh, by, by, by substituting with something that's healthier. Um, other things I tell my patients uh, and my clients um, I recommend uh, to help with cardiovascular health and inflammatory health is to include certain supplements into their diet. Um, obviously, anyone who um, wants to take supplements should probably con uh, consult their medical professional before they embarking on. But there are some that are uh, very beneficial to heart health uh, and also uh, inflammation and immune health. Uh, things like fish oil, things like vitamin D and vitamin C are excellent. Uh, the B-complex vitamins are awesome. Um, things for immunity, um, we, we found that um, you know certain supplements like Boswellia is an anti-inflammatory. Uh, that, that's an herb you can get probably in GMC or, or maybe in Whole Foods. Um, things like ashwagandha, rhodiola, theanine. Those are just vitamins, supplements, herbs that actually have been known to help with, with the adrenal system, which is also very much wrapped with, with the immune system and helps with immune function. So those are just some, some things. One very interesting thing 
One very, very interesting thing which I learned um, was actually how breathing, breathing actually can overall help your cardiac function. Um, they found that breath work, certain types of breath work, like holotropic breath work or Wim Hof or Pranayama, um, actually help your heart health by improving, um, I'm going to go technical on you now, improving your, <laughs> your um, HRV, your heart rate variability. So um, heart rate variability basically is the measure of how beats fall out one after another. Um, our, our hearts are not uh, clocks. They don't exactly beat at the same you know, time every single time. Uh, maybe a couple, uh, you know, a couple hundred milliseconds off or 50 milliseconds off. Um, and they found that if people have a flat heart rate variability, in other words, if they don't have the variability, they, ha they don't have um, differences in, in, in lengths between their beats, that they are more likely to have cardiovascular disease. Why am I telling you this? And why is it all this technical jargon? Because we know that heart rate variability is very much tied into your parasympathetic nervous system. I know it's a big word, but that's mm -hmm. also responsible for overall health and your, the health of your parasympathetics, the health, health of your, your um, autonomic nervous system is very much tied into your HRV and you can affect it by breathing. Breathing mm. can actually improve your heart rate variability, thereby decreasing your risk for cardiovascular disease and other bad things that we don't want to have. I know I got technical on you guys, but nah, and, oh, no, hey, we listen, we get technical all the time. We're always talking about Thank the parasympathetic you. pathway. Thank you for so much uh, insight and so much of your amazing knowledge and, uh, and fortitude and taking the time to come and share this with our audience, man. We really, really appreciate you and all and that you've learned you. and all that you and all thank you and all that you've endured to to get to where you are and, and the things that you know and all the people that you've helped and for taking the time to help the people uh, with more information and let let everybody know where they can find you on online, bro. So um, very easy to find me. I'm at the doctor's doctor d o c t o r s d r the doctor's doctor dot com, um, and you can uh, post comments or questions or or whatever. And uh, yeah, if anyone has. Yeah, and that and that and that podcast. Oh, the the podcast is called Warrior Health. Uh, mm -hmm. We we actually finished season one. We're entering season two, and we actually had amazing guests on, like Tom Cole, on last season. So, and for you, Adam, with you know, because we've been talking about all of the medical elements, but you also have a tremendous amount of experience with how the heart is impacted just by you know, life stressors and, you know, traumatic situations and, you know, you've overcome and lived through a lot already. So let's say that someone is watching right now. Um, what would you say if you were speaking to their heart in the emotional sense, if they're feeling a lot of overwhelm with everything, all the changes? So I, you know, it's, it's a very good question. Uh, one of the things I've used and it's a great tool is whenever I find myself spinning and going into that, that rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I, I, you know, I'm anxious, I'm nervous, or I'm depressed. I, there's one great tool I learned to use and I actually um, use regularly is gratitude. Hmm. Gratitude. Actually sitting down and saying, okay, what am I grateful for right now? And I'll list three things. Usually they're my kids, my, my, my health, um, and, and my connections, my friends. And I feel into it and I, I try to expand on that feeling. And in doing so, it's very difficult to spin, to go into those rabbit holes, to go down the, the, the path of anxiety and depression. And if that doesn't work, also you can reach out to a friend. Um, thank God we're in the age of technology where FaceTime and, 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 and messaging is, is always, always helpful. Being connected, feeling connected, 
is extremely important. And and also not only bringing your spirits, but also they found, it's very interesting that you brought this up. They did a study in Harvard. They found that who were the people that were living longest in, in, in the world? The people with the most connections, the people with more meaningful and deeper connections. We have this crazy, amazing, incredible tool in the palm of our hands. Now let's use it to help help not only ourselves, but help others by connecting. Mm. Yeah. sharing your love and just being being there for one another and um, i'm very thankful for uh for my time with you guys and i'm very thankful for the time that i've had um working uh with your expertise and uh and i just wanted to say thank you yeah thank you man yeah uh, we love you you know very few people know the depths of what you've you know been navigating and working through and uncoupling and reconstructing and and it's um it's an honor to have you on our show with your expertise as well um because it's something that is it's amazing you know and and it is time for people to start to learn more about their health and getting some of the technical jargon in there too you know it's time for us to start to learn these things so that we can also be our own health advocates when we go to our doctors um, to be able to get more clarity. Yeah. And thank you for allowing people to empower themselves by asking you questions and having those questions answered and not just being told, take these medications and have this procedure and that's it. So thank you for being the way you are with people. And one last question, uh, if you know, so our podcast is called Mentor in the Mirror. If you could tell the people to do, to, to stand in front of the mirror and say one thing to themselves so that they may uplift themselves, what would that thing be to say to yourself every day? You're a lot more powerful than you realize. Mm. Mm. At the end of the day, for me, that was probably the biggest takeaway I've ever, ever gotten. Mm. Was that I have, I have a lot more power within me and not to give away mm. my power. So that's my, my, my two cents. And thank you again for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for rocking with us, man. We love you. We love you. We love you. And, and as always, if you like this and we know you did uh, rate review, subscribe and share with a friend. My name is Ta. My name is Cole. We are Ta Ta Cole. Cole. (laughs) This is mentor in the mirror as Ta said. And Adam, I think you said you're doing a Q and a coming up in 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So where is that located? If people want to join you over there for some Q and a. On Facebook, we're doing Facebook Live at the Doctor's Doctor. Uh, oh, same, nice, sweet. The, the same name that we, we spoke about before. So thank you again. Right. Love you guys. Have an awesome evening. Love you stay so safe, much. Stay healthy and stay in love. Always. Peace. Yeah.